myself I can't afford to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel. And this is your Monday bonus episode. Uh, Patreon only, selecting the songs. Siegel and I Patreon. are Patreon? I thought I was, oh, this is like, uh, this is the minor league show, huh? This no, is, no. It's, I thought I was on the major league It's show. major league because you're here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nice cover. All the shows are major. I don't, every, all the shows are equal. And thank you for still wearing your name tag. I uh, I didn't. I wouldn't have known it was you. It's Pat. It is Pat. Can I, can I help you find anything today? <laughs> You're a crew member. Actually, I'm going to a party later, which is potluck, and I need to pick up something. I was going to have you grab something for me. I was going to pay you. I actually have something for you. What is it? Whiskey? Well, I can't bring booze because uh, of the. It's at a bar, and oh. they only have a beer and wine. Well, this is a Christmas food. gift for you, and you, oh. get, and you get to keep the bag too. So here, I'll oh see, no! I'll give that to no, you. Come on, come what on! It? Just look, look in it. It's, it's nothing. Thank you. And I didn't give you. Ooh, Guinness. Yeah, that is good. That's uh, nice. And what are? What's uh, in the bag? Maybe that could go. Maybe that goes with Ooh. the Guinness. What? What does it say? Thai lime and chili almonds. Yeah, those look. I figured you'd like those. Oh, uh, that does sound good. I might yeah. have to eat some on air. People like chewing on the air. Don't they, they love it. People, they they ask for it. <laughs> They're like, could you guys eat on air and smack your lips? I'm oh like, my sure. God. I heard one of the early shows of Jonesy's Jukebox when he first started. <laughs> What's he eating? He was sub? chewing gum oh. during it. and uh, he, you That know guy that, doesn't fucking care. Uh, it was the most annoying thing. And you know that the, and then it didn't like the next day. And it was just like, you know, like the boss called him. Hey, hey, like, knock Jonesy, that off. Come on. You, you can be Jonesy, yeah. but not with gum in your fucking <laughs> mouth. So annoying. All right, so Mike commented on the uh, on the recording table. To, we have a I've got a four pack of Mexican Coke. I've got the uh, a bottle of the Bob Dylan uh, knocking on heaven's door double barrel whiskey, <laughs> and then uh, and then I have the Aviation Ryan Reynolds Gin. So I'm going to tell the story real quick. I'll try to be quick about it. First of all, how many companies does Ryan Reynolds own? He has like a phone company. He's got a gin company. He owns a soccer team. He's got a soccer team. He, you know, he's, do, he's living his life. Oh my, good for him. And every, and who doesn't like Ryan Reynolds? I know. that's And everyone likes him too. Yeah. So, Canadian, you know. So we were watching that uh, that uh, Welcome to Wrexham show. And, okay. uh, and everything was like advertised. All the gin was advertised on the show all the time. Oh, yeah. But I'm not a gin fan. Okay? Yeah, me either. But a couple weeks after that, uh, some friends of Pilar's from Australia were here, staying here, and they said, Pat, do you want a gin and tonic? I go, I'm not, I don't like gin. And they go, oh, you haven't had good gin. So they made me a gin and tonic, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was refreshing. Yeah. It wasn't like anything I had ever tasted before. Now, it wasn't this gin. It was another gin. But um, this is supposed to be really good gin. So for Christmas... I put this bottle of gin on my Christmas list. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, I'd like that gin. So. Santa came through. So here's what happened though. Santa kind of came through. Here's what happened. This is about a month ago. A package gets delivered at the front door. I go out. It's for Pilar. And then I happen to see where it's from. It's from Aviation Gin. I go, well, I'm not going to bring this in. I don't want her to know that I know she got it for me. Because I know it's for Christmas. So I leave the box there. So Pilar comes into the house, walks right by the box, doesn't even look at it. I'm like, all right. Then she goes out to the garage to get something, comes back in, walks by the box three times now. So then I went to work, and then when I come back, the box is gone. 
so I know that she has it. Right. So Christmas morning, we're all done opening presents, no gin. So I only asked because I knew that she bought it and I knew that it was here. So otherwise I wouldn't have done this, but I'm like, hey, is there another present around here for me somewhere? <laughs> hey, just- uh... And she's like, she's like mm, no, no, I think that she looks at my stuff. No, that's everything. I'm like, are you sure? Because I think there might be one more thing here. And she's like, hmm, I don't know. And I go, she's like, what? I go, I go like, a, like a beverage? And she's like, a beverage? And I go, gin? And she's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And she goes in the bedroom. And she's in there for about 10 minutes and she comes out and she goes, I don't know where I put it. I go, what? She goes, I was so proud of myself that I ordered it early and I brought it in the house and I hid it. And first of all, she doesn't have to hide it. I'm not right. snooping for presents, <laughs> but we still haven't found it. We don't know where it is. And it came in a big box. She goes, I hope I didn't throw it out. I'm like, you would, that box had, had to have some weight How to it. How could you misplace it? I know. Feel that. that a box with that in it. No, it's a good size bottle. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. heavy. Yeah, how do you? I, I don't know. So she goes, I'll just get you one. I'll get you another one. And then if we find it, you'll have two. You sure it came in the house? Like nobody walked, nobody took it from the porch? No, she said she brought it in. Like She, she said did bring she it brought in. it in. Yeah. She and I was like, losing her mind, man. I said, did you take it out of the box? She goes, I don't remember, but I did bring it in because I was proud of myself. Sounds like she drank it. <laughs> That's right. Sounds said. like she pounded it. That was my it. joke. So she replaced the gin and then she added this, this which is ridiculously expensive. Heaven's Door Whiskey? Yes. It's really expensive. I've never even heard of it. It's supposed to be good. Wow. It'll be wasted on me when I mix it with Coke. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> but uh, I, Yeah, I've got to give that a shot. The next time we play uh, Poker Live, I'll bring it. Yeah. You guys can give it a whirl. pour it over ice. Yeah. All right, so that's my story. And, and you're gonna put that right up there with your Sammy Hagar uh, tequila. I and what else you got? Oh, I, uh, yeah, I got a cheap trick vodka. I got a Sean Cassidy uh, wine. I got. Did uh, you have a Dan Aykroyd? Did you get the Skull vodka? No, I didn't get oh, the didn't. Dan Aykroyd vodka. Uh, sometimes these things. There's like a Rolling Stone vodka. I think it's like five hundred dollars. Oh, sure. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, especially when my wife uh, throws it out. Yeah, <laughs> loses it. <laughs> you won't need this gigantic box. So Christmas, you were on the boat. You wake up. I was up. on the boat. I what? wasn't supposed to be, but then they um, did Santa. Come? They were desperate. Santa they, come to the boat. They do. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas morning. There's a Santa. That's great. And all the kids on board. They go. He's very popular. So they're desperate. So that means extra cash. Yeah. So they're paying more. I got my normal rate plus extra a bonus. Yeah. That's great for only extra. You know, four extra days. Had you? Did you have plans before deciding to take this? Did you have Christmas plans? Yeah. I mean, I purposely not booked christmas yeah you were like i'm gonna, gonna be around for christmas yeah. first time ever gonna be great can't yeah. wait and then then it happened but i came back a day later so boxing day i came back all right but you you said you're gonna be here on the 22nd 22nd so i came back on the 26th and that's four days later four days later yeah you said one day later well one day later than christmas did you drink my gin no <laughs> i'm thinking about it did you uh I'm exhausted i think i'm jet lagged did you and your lady exchange presents or are you past that you're too old you don't care <laughs> yeah, some people do they go they said oh we just took a big you guys just took a big trip so maybe you don't exchange anything I yeah don't know. yeah we just we exchanged it yeah we did all right we did. would you you want to i'm divulge? not telling you but no what was it personal stuff <laughs> no what did she get you you don't want to uh, say you don't have to say i'm not going to put you on the spot okay good all right, all right. gin that's what she gave me. <laughs> okay <laughs> So, uh, we, lube. Was, was that weird? Lube? <laughs> That's just kind of strange. Was, uh, <laughs> was Christmas on the boat, uh, sad? 
No, I've I've done it a number of times. I mean, they deck it out. I mean, it's like yeah. they deck the halls, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's decorated. So, I mean, I'm, they're all about it. There's a big Christmas. It was on Christmas Eve this year. Uh, they had a like, huge cast show. And okay. Music everywhere. Yeah, I did, mean, it's pretty big. Did you have to do sh- comedy on Christmas Eve? I did. I do Christmas night. Wow. Two shows. Oh, and it was the last night of the cruise. Which is usually a bad night because everybody's tired, they're yeah. packing and all this stuff. But it was actually turned out all right. All right, that's two good, good shows, and uh, yeah, it was fun. And Bernie was gone too, I guess. Uh, or is he's back. Uh, yeah, he was on a boat too. Yeah, we don't care about Murray. Though. We don't we're care just, about Murray. He's yeah, he's fine. Murray's <laughs> fine. fine. He's fine. But yeah, I mean, with all these cancellations and everything like that, I'm amazed that I got back. I flew direct from Miami, and not an issue. But man, I know so many people that got canceled, delayed, and. Yeah, it's rough. Traveling's rough. Oh yeah, if I wasn't working, I wouldn't go anywhere this week. <laughs> you know, it's it's a horrible week to travel. Are you working this week? No, no, you're here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, here for a few weeks. All right, relax. Yeah, that's what you said about Christmas. And I know. Then they give you an offer. Then they no. give you the call and you take it. Whore, whore, whatever they whatever they throw at you, take. <laughs> give it to me. All right, Mike. The reason you're here is because I don't know anyone that likes reggae music, but you really you well, love reggae music. It was you a love fa- it. It's your favorite. <laughs> no. I got to admit, I'm, and for anybody who thinks I'm an expert or anything before this starts, mm-hmm. I mean, I had like, you know, you go through phases in life. Yeah. So I had a reggae phase in college, mm-hmm. which a lot of people do have. Yeah. There was a ska uh, minute there that I was into that. You like the doors for a week? No, I never liked the doors. <laughs> it's coming. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it was most, and I'm not a big weed smoker. So that yeah. crowd was always into reggae, but I was, that was never my thing, but I did kind of get into it in college and I did see some shows but it was all like kind of roots reggae which is really what I guess you would consider like classic reggae you know Bob Marley Peter Tosh right. Toots and the Maytals and all these people all that stuff that's the stuff I own that's the and then we had uh, I was a UB40 fan in, in the 80s in college and I saw them a couple times um, you know but that that kind of stopped and then when it became into this you know, all these different, it's more like toasting and um, reggaeton and stuff. Like I just came back from uh, Puerto Rico and Colombia and stuff like that. And it's all reggaeton, which is, I just can't get into it. And what is reggaeton? I don't know. Reggaeton is is like more Spanish. It was kind of came out of uh, Panama, Colombia, and Puerto Rico. It's huge. And it's just, uh, it's kind of like Spanish reggae, but it's really kind of rap. You know, it's, it's a lot and it's all in Spanish usually. I guess the most popular guy would probably be Daddy Yankee. Ever heard of him? Daddy Yankee? No. Was, yeah, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't. Nope. But uh, yeah, and there's so many different, you know, it branched out. There's ska, there's dubstep, there's uh, rock steady, and all these little different things that, uh, you know, I I was, by the 90s, I was pretty much out. Well, we have quite an, uh, an interesting uh I'm going to learn something. List I, I don't know if you're going to learn something. Okay, maybe not. And not that... You know, not that many people participated. Yeah, this time. So I'm gonna say we only have about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We only about maybe fourteen songs. Only about fourteen people participated. So, and um, it's 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 uh, it's very interesting. Is it? (laughs) Yes, it's very. Reggae gets a big. You know, it's it's the same rap that kind of blues gets and everything like that. That after a while, it does start to sound the same. Yeah, like and uh, I get it. Like Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> or ACDC or, you know, what? Ramones, the same thing they say about it. But the people who really know it go, "No, it's the, no, come on." Uh, but it does get. And as someone who's been to a festival or two, I went to the Reggae on the Rocks festival back in like 
this must have been 90, 91, 92, and Denver uh, mm-hmm. at Red Rocks. And, you know, it's an all-day festival. And it's, <laughs> by the fourth reggae band, yeah, you got it. I are think you, you pretty much got it. Are you wasted by from, I the, was second, hammered. from the secondhand smoke? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get a contact high big time. <laughs> I was pretty much drunk, though, at that one, but. So you're not a pot guy. So you were into disco because you like the powder, the nose candy. So <laughs> yeah. disco was your thing. Studio yeah, 54. <laughs> but you, you know what? The drugs and the music do match well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you yeah. want to be out at the club all night, cocaine's a great drug. If you just like hanging out. Don't you know it. <laughs> doing that same one slow step. You know, weed's great for reggae. It just matches. Uh, did you get uh, your niece and nephew presents this year? Yeah, they just get money at this point. It's money. Yeah, they're teen. Well, one's a teenager and the other's in college, and that's what they want most. They just want money or a gift card, you know, Amazon gift card or something, or a you know, visa, prepaid yeah. visa, whatever. Yeah. What about your mom? What did she get? She just gets flowers at this point. She doesn't. She's like, oh, I don't need anything. She really doesn't, you no. know. And she likes flowers. And no one needs anything, look right? At, look at all my look at all my stuff over there. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. I love my. Uh, I love my. Uh, I love my garbage. Right. My <laughs> brother sends my mom candy, which is the last thing she needs too, because you open her fridge, it's nothing mm-hmm. but candy and yeah. ice cream and stuff. It's like, but she's eighty-seven. Well, I can't tell her to. No, she's, she's fine. Eat she can eat whatever she, she wants. wants. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. I hate to see it, but. You know, she eats way too much candy, but go ahead. Do it. You know, hey, if you make it to 87, try anything. Try heroin. I don't care. Yeah. You know, just you know, what's oh, Molly like? By the way, Pilar put a plate of cookies and some uh, bread oh, and I some can't. stuff in there no, if you want to go you. in there. Tell her. Hey, you're looking trim. Is I somebody staying here? No, no one's here. Pilar is out with um, one of her friends who does like interior decorating and they're picking some paint for, for the Fonzie apartment. Oh, okay. And guess who has to paint that? Yeah. <laughs> Me. In between your work in, shifts? In, yeah, in between my work shifts. Yeah. I to paint it. She, th- she still thinks Handyman Pat is, has all day oh, to kick around. She's bribing me with his gin. Yeah. <laughs> if I drink the whole bottle of this uh, uh, Bob Dylan, will I actually be knocking on heaven's door? <laughs> you will. I will uh, recommend to any Dylan fans, I just went to the uh, the Bob Dylan Museum in Tulsa, which is pretty cool, the new the new museum. It's... it's uh, and I'm not a huge Dylan fan, but but there's cool stuff there. For yeah, it's sure. a great way to spend a, a couple hours. And couple what else are you gonna hours. do in Tulsa? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of displays, a lot of music. There's artwork and stuff like that, and a lot of wow. tour um, memorabilia. And That's cool. Like that. Yeah, and it's right next to the um, Woody Guthrie Museum, which is one of the reasons he picked it because he's not from Tulsa. No, <laughs> so no. he just kind of liked what, how they curated the Woody Guthrie one. And I uh, said, "Well, you can you do it for me?" And they're like, "Yeah, all right." And just and do it right next to his. Yeah, it's right next door. And I also toured uh, Leon Russell's church studios. Wow. Yeah, which was kind of this cool. is a big me. You did you take any? Video? I had four days in Tulsa. I had to you do something. Done some videos when you were there. I shot a bunch of photos, right. but I didn't do I didn't do many videos. All but right, cool. What else did I do? I didn't go to Kane's Ballroom, which is a famous music joint there. I don't even know. And what it's that one is. of the. Uh, it's it's just an old. It's mm-hmm. a music hall. But it was famous for, it, that was one of the places on the Sex Pistols tour, the one tour they did. And uh, Sid Vicious punched a hole in the bathroom wall or something, the green room wall, and they framed it. And the hole's still say, there. I was going to say, just put a frame around yeah, it. Yeah, it's still that's, there. That's sweet. I didn't get I didn't get in there. There was Sid no shows vicious. that we were there. Sid Vicious. Yeah, but that that's a cool place. What else was I going to ask you? Oh, we were there when Tulsa King, the Stallone show, premiered. Oh, really? Yeah. So the was it a big town deal? town was a buzz, Yeah. Have you watched that show? I did. I uh, watched the first couple episodes, and then I left town, so I haven't seen the other. 
I have been binging. I remember watching a couple episodes of this show when it was first on like five years ago, but I, and then I stopped watching it. So I've been watching the, there's 30 episodes, three seasons of 10, Difficult People. Oh, Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. I've never seen it. Oh my God. It's, funny? It's so funny. Okay. And it's just so, it's so dirty and body and they just, and they're, him, I think it's Julie Klausner is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're just two people that just want to be famous. And they think that they're doing their best to get famous, and they're just, you know, they're we not. We haven't met enough of those people in Hollywood and for the last so thirty funny, years. It's so funny though, because they are literally difficult people. Yeah, it's so funny, and they'll just, oh, it's great. I, I, I highly recommend. It. All right, I'll check it out. All right, let's kick it off with our first intro and song, and uh, this is a good way to kick it off. Is it Hob Patrol? This Troll? is fun. No, it's not Hob Patrol. It's Michael Bagford, and so here's intro and song from. And bags. Here we go. Hey, rock solid listeners. This is uh, Michael Bagford in snow covered Urbana, Ohio at the moment. Uh, sorry, the heater's on. It is very cold out. It is like minus 10 degrees. Anyway, um, I have a request. Um, I want Axel Rose to relay that in the middle of this uh, cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door. Uh, take it away, Axel. Oh my god. Yeah! Guns N' Roses doing some reggae. They're doing it. Sounds okay. Yeah. What? Are they, they're not going to do the whole song in, in this. I don't know. The whole track's like eight min- 11 minutes. What if you played all 11 minutes of this? Well, just wait. <laughs> Open that gym. All right. I like the Axel. Give me ki- some reggae. I like the Axel kicking it off with some give me some <laughs> reggae. This, uh, I'm going to play the first reggae song I think I probably ever heard, and it was on Saturday Night Live. Um, I actually have the actual track from Saturday Night Live, but I'm going to play the studio track. It was, uh, it was Peter Tosh. Yep. 1978. The song was called "You Got to Walk and Don't Look Back." Oh, that with uh, Mick Jagger, and they, uh, yeah, and then so he comes out, he starts singing, and then all of a sudden Mick comes out, and yep. I was like, "Whoa!" So let's hear some of that. When they sing together, it's almost like mixed like a second behind them. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not really singing together, but I love that song. Yeah. Uh, That's a good You know, one. Peter Tosh was one of the original Whalers. And I think his album was released on Rolling Stone Records. I think they like signed him. I didn't know he was one of the There's Whalers. A, oh, yeah. Well, it was him, uh, Bunny Livingston, who later became just Bunny Whaler, and Bob, and Bob Marley. All right. And uh, there's a great documentary that I watched about uh, Bob Marley. There's so many of them, but 
they interviewed um, who's Chris Blackwell from Island Records. And, okay, you know, they had signed them their first few albums, and then they were just like. Okay, one guy never wanted to leave Jamaica, and that was Bunny. And the other guy wanted a tour, he didn't want to do it. Like Peter wanted a tour, didn't want a tour, whatever. And it's like, we, we, we just got to focus on the one guy. <laughs> and so they all just kind of split up. And Tosh was pretty militant and a lot of, you know, he was all about uh, legalizing. And he famously took over um, Keith Richards' house in Jamaica. Just basically. Took it over? Was on, yeah, they just kind of moved in and they couldn't get him out. So that was like a... Yeah, you look that up. Google that story. That's a that's a pretty good story. Keith couldn't get him out. Keith didn't go in there. And yeah, no, hit, they're just kind of like hit him with a guitar. Yeah, you're in Jamaica. You know, no, whose side true. they're going to take? Sometimes, you know, that's true. <laughs> Keith, Keith Keith had enough trouble yeah. back then. He yeah, didn't need right exactly. Uh, now this next one is a uh, is a shock to me. This is very surprising. Oh no. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's people doing reggae versions who should. I'm going to say there's not a lot of. Reggae artist. Oh, no. Really? So here we go. Hey, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. When I think of reggae, I think of German rocker Scorpions. Oh, no. <laughs> Off no. their album with the classy cover art, Love Drive, is the track, Is There Anybody There? Thanks, Pat. Definitely reggae tinge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's any lyrics or if they just do this. <laughs> you just start everything from the beginning. He asked me to. No, he did. Take it from the top. Wonder if that's it. <laughs> Singing phonetically to a music he's never heard before. Yeah. Well, there was a moment there in the 70s when every rock star had like a, you know, they got into it. Yeah. And it happened around the early 70s as, you know, Marley became a huge star. You know, you had... Everybody recorded like a reggae song, just like everybody recorded a disco song at some point. You know, Stevie Wonder did Master yeah. Blaster, mm -hmm. and uh, everybody everybody did one. And, I, and Clapton yeah. and the everybody. Clash has a bunch. Oh yeah, they're hugely. And you know, the British whole reggae scene was a whole different thing, but that took off. That really took off in like the '60s, in the neighborhoods that you know, they the clubs all had the best music. You yeah. know, this, they all hung out at the record store hearing the same stuff. All right, let's check this one out. This is, I think this guy says this is his intro into reggae. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid Ooh, Where in Chicago listeners. is he from? This is Naperville. Mike Wilde okay. from oh, Naperville, Illinois. I heard that accent My submission second. to this reggae episode is from Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album. I was 10 make years a jerk old off, yeah. when this yeah. album was released in 1973, and I just love this album, especially the deep tracks. Back then, I didn't know anything about reggae music, but Elton introduced it to me in his own pop rock kind of way with a song called Jamaican Jerk Off. Yeah, the title isn't probably what a 10-year-old should be hearing, <laughs> but I love the hooks and the great way Elton brought his own touch to reggae music. So I hope you enjoy Jamaican Jerk Off 
by Elton John. the story behind that when they they went down there to record no um so yeah though they went down because i think they because elton heard i guess uh the stones recorded goat's head soup down there okay and so he wanted let oh you know he loved that album so let, let's go to jamaica and record and they got down there it was just a disaster like the <laughs> studio was just a mess it was just nothing it was just you know it was not what he was used to dangerous no and i i don't i think they left early i think they, they yeah. took off yeah. And then they wrote that song. <laughs> wise, wise decision. Yeah. Get out of there, Elton. It was like another... St- remember McCartney tried to do an album in Africa and they stole all his equipment or something and he was almost arrested or something. Just like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I got, you know, trying to find inspiration if you like the music, but it's just like after a while, you are in a dangerous place. I've been in Jamaica enough. I was just there last week, but, mm-hmm. you know. Do you like it? Jamaica's hard. It's it's a beautiful island. It's you know just jungles and mountains and just but it's really poor. Is it dangerous? Yeah, still, still, yeah. Wow. So if you wander too far off in the wrong direction, (laughs) people who say they come back and say we loved it there. It's like okay, did you leave your resort? No. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was nice. Yeah, that's how my brother travels when they go anywhere. It's just like oh yeah, we took a tour with you know a busload of people. I'm like. So you didn't really see that. No, that's what cruises are. I mean, you, yeah. you get a taste, but you don't really get, and you do enough of them. That's why I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of the Caribbean. Yeah. It's just like, they, it just kind of, you see how the locals live. Yeah. You, you peel back the curtain. Once you start, it was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. My brother would be like, yeah, we, we, you know, we saw the, we saw the Blarney Stone and we saw, right. I'm like, did you walk around <laughs> the town at all? No, we were on the bus. I'm like, okay, boring. Yeah. We stayed with other Americans in the, Exactly. We stayed in a bus with other Americans. Yeah. We didn't have any uh, interaction with anyone. Nope. Yeah. And then we went to McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is an interesting pick. Uh, this is an artist I really like. And I, I forgot that this song kind of does have a reggae influence. Here we go. Hi, Pat. George Worley from Pennsylvania here. For the Patreon listener episode dealing with reggae music, I chose Paul Simon's Mother and Child Reunion oh, yeah. Yeah. from his 1972 self-titled album his second solo record after splitting with Art Garfunkel. Simon said he was a longtime fan of reggae music and recorded this song at a studio in Jamaica with several reggae musicians as his backing band. The song was, of course, a big hit for Simon, reaching number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Pat, please play Mother and Child Reunion by the short, cranky, and talented Paul Simon. This is a good song. Nice production. Yeah, it sounds good.
Did anybody bring in any police? No. Regatta de Blanc? I think people... I think White reggae? I think reggae scared people off. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm sure. I think it scared them off. They're like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to do. So that's that's where we that's where we are with today's episode. It's, you remember, I, I told you the story when I came in here. The last time I came here, I tried to sell all my CDs. At, I went to a couple different places. Yeah, and, I and nothing, nothing, nothing So the happened. place that went through, the one you recommended, they went through it all. CD and, trader. Yeah, and one of the only ones they took was one of my reggae CDs. It was a compilation from Toots and the Maytals. And uh, maybe it was rare, I guess, because that was the only thing they bought. We'll give you three bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that was the only thing they bought. And then were you like, can you, can I just donate these? Will you just take them off my hands? Nope, like, they said, yeah, Goodwill's down the street. So I got them in the car now if you want. <laughs> I still got to get rid of them. So it's a hard thing to part with. I don't know. I have no problems getting rid of it. I got rid of all my trophies. Mm-hmm. My every, but Yeah, you got rid of trophies. I think because That you won yeah, for your talent. What am I going to display them? It would hey, be funny was, if you did. Yeah, I was, I was like, how someone has like an Oscar comfort, and Emmy, yeah. and you got your little league. league. <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, it's just like I guess because music's so personal, and it took so many years. Yeah, to, you get your collection your together. Library. Yeah, I yeah, still like and having then, stuff. And some hipster looks at it, goes, "Nah, worthless." And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh. even though I burned all the music, I have it. You can just but, stream this, yeah. all right?" But uh, Toots was one of the guys we lost. Reggae in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Reggae in peace. He, uh, COVID got him. Oh, terrible. He was 70 something, but yeah, he was one of the. How many, uh, how many jabs do you have right now? Four? Yeah. Yeah. Was I your... guess I'm due for another booster, I think. And the last one was like in June. Or was, your last, did, was your last, was your fourth one, did it have the, by, I can't say, bivalent, bivalent? I, I don't remember. It was, I just it was had, around June. I and... just had my fifth. Okay. Uh, last week. Because the one I had in June had no, I had no side effects from that one. I was fine. I oh, I the, my fifth was not good. Oh really? I had an hour of teeth chattering chills oh. at night, and then an hour. That's it. It was a full hour of my teeth just chattering oh, and freezing, and then uh, achy. My fingers to my toes ached. I was like, wow, I didn't. I never got that. Yeah. It, well, the all the other ones were fine, and they were all Pfizer. This was the first Moderna, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I might have all whole been day shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Not good. I won't make plans. Pilar is getting hers in uh, two days, right, honey? Aren't you getting your fifth uh, booster soon? All right. I don't know who that was. What, <laughs> what kind of voice is that? Don't do that voice ever. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Only <either>. in the sack. <laughs> yeah. Ah, all right. Roll, roll me over. <laughs> oh no. Mm. <laughs> okay. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, all right, let's go one more. Here's a song from the lead singer of Thin Lizzy, who had a solo album. Let's find out if this is reggae tinged. No. Hey, Pat, this is Stephen from New Jersey, and uh, it's my first time sending in to you. And uh, it's a strange topic. <laughs> I do not like reggae music generally; not my thing. He doesn't sound but, like he's from Jersey. Uh, how could I pass he's up an opportunity uh, to not get some uh, Phil Linets on your show? So I'm figuring um, Solo in Soho from his solo album, uh, an amazing song. 
brilliant bass line, brilliant drumming, and this whole album uh, covers basically every kind of genre, I think. It's a great album to listen to. I think it came out in 1980, and I feel uh, that this song specifically uh, really gets into some reggae groove there. It was hard to kind of pick which section, so obviously the intro bass line is really... Anna. To me, that's reggae. But I decided uh, if you pick it up from 1 minute 39, uh, that is where you also you hear some singing as well. Instead of just the music, uh, some excellent drumming by uh, Brian Downey. and uh, gives it a real reggae feel. So I hope you guys like it. And uh, thanks for everything you do, Pat. All right. Let me... Uh, I don't think I queued this up to 139. So let's... Uh, let, me, uh, let me get the cue point. Phil Lynott. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried the Mexican Coke here? Oh, yeah. It's good. It's supposedly, it supposedly has the real sugar, right? It's, it's got the real sugar in it. Okay. And uh, it's in a little bottle. It's in a little bottle. Okay, here we go. Solo in Soho at 1 minute 39 seconds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop eating. We can't go on meeting and greeting and meeting and sleeping and meeting and cheating. You know that's deceiting and that's repeating. He has a good voice for reggae. Yeah, sure. When you're solo down so Now, Mike, you can call out some songs, and I can find them and play them. Uh, going back to the, the Sex Pistols, though, it's it's uh, the photographer Bob Gruen. I have one of his prints that you know he photographed all these you know all the punk guys back mm-hmm. in the day. But he was on tour. He he rode the bus with them, Ugh. and people thought, "Was the bus crazy?" And stuff. It's like actually, they just rolled around. They brought uh, there was a famous DJ Don Letts and a producer mm-hmm. who was uh, you know. Just, Rasta dude from London, <laughs> and he just basically just DJed. They just played reggae and they just chilled out on the bus the whole time. It's All like right. people want stories, and it's no, that's what no, happened. That's nothing it. crazy. Nothing crazy. Just a bunch of guys listening to reggae. Better than being blowing snot out the window. Better, better than being in a packing van with the Ramones. <laughs> oh my god! Not talking to each other. Oh, that must have been miserable. I got another song here. It, I, I feel like the Rolling Stones lean into reggae a lot. And oh, this a is, bunch. This is from Black and Blue. I believe this has some reggae in it. I didn't really listen to it. I'm just like, I think that song has reggae in it. This is Cherio Baby. Oh, yeah, it's a famous cover of a... UB40 did a cover of this. Written by Eric Donaldson, whoever that yeah. guy is. Oh, Cherio, Cherio Baby. That's a famous old reggae yeah. standard. 
That's a good one. A lot of people have done that one. That's a good one. Uh, the next Patreon topic uh, that I do is we're going to take it way back. I'm going to the 1950s. I want to hear people bring in some old oh, school wow. rock and roll okay. from the 50s. You so, know what? I only caught a bit of on the ship was the uh, Elvis document or Elvis movie. Did you see? It? I haven't seen any of it because I'm not a fan of Elvis, and I don't think that guy looks like Elvis, and that bothers me. You don't think he looks like Elvis? Really? I don't think that kid looks like Elvis. Okay. I just don't think he looks like Elvis. I don't. All right. Is it good? Is it? How was it? I only saw bits and pieces, so I, I, I'm not a fair. The, the one that was distracting to me was Tom Hanks. And some <laughs> With all weird the makeup? Accent. Yeah, just in his fat makeup and, you know, I don't know. Tom Hanks Tom Hanks has played so many real-life characters in movies. He's played uh, 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 Sully Sullenberger. Sure. Walt Disney. Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one where he did? Captain Phillips. That was a real guy. Yep. Um there's more Forrest Gump mm-hmm. uh, Forrest Gump isn't real Woody <laughs> Woody Cowboy <laughs> I looked it up there's like he's played like 10 or 11 oh, or 12 oh, sure. like real life people that's when you know you made it if Tom Hanks plays you yes yeah exactly <laughs> that's when you know you made it okay it's time to commit 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself begin your new smile journey with bite and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at bite.com bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces plus they offer financing options accept eligible insurance and you can pay with your hsa fsa Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right. This might be a real reggae band. Let's see what Craig Trombley has for us. Finally, someone, you know, finally someone might actually have some real reggae. Hey, Pat. Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Um, For this one, I picked a song by the lowest of the low. It was the first song that came to mind. Uh, The song's called Love and Justice. Um, Lowest of the low is a Toronto band. They're basically a rock band. Okay, uh, not not reggae band. This one sounds a bit (laughs) reggae to me. Or maybe it's ska. I don't actually know. Uh Uh-oh. Hope people like it. And uh, Merry Christmas and or Happy New Year, depending on when this episode lands. Depending on if you're alive or not. Hey, there's a snake. Like a slave is a ladder. There's a little more ska for me. This is more ska than reggae. Little, yeah. I know, it's a fine line there. You just speed it up. No, that's true. You speed up reggae, it's ska. Kind of. Ska, though, is usually. There's usually a horn section. Sounds good. Gone. I mean, there's a little reggae in there, I yeah. guess. A little. All right, lowest of the low. Never heard of that band, but uh... speaking of speaking of ska, we lost uh, Terry Hall. Ska in peace, the lead singer <laughs> of the Specials. He just uh, passed away a couple weeks ago. It was very sad. Young. A lot of people came out. Yeah, like 62. Yeah, well, that's young. young. Yeah, cancer just. I mean, uh, just cancer. Quick. Like he went in for you know didn't feel well. Goes in the, the hospital. Doctor, check it out. He was dead. Like two months later or something it just went that fast i wonder i wonder if these people go see doctors on a regular basis yeah i don't know like do you do right try to yeah you gotta check up get your yearly yeah i go every six months i try to because of my blood work because i have high cholesterol yeah i go every six months beer (laughs) you don't have to drink it oh i will 
Um, and you can think about it at my grave. Yeah. I go every six months because my brother had prostate cancer, so I have to have that oh, yeah, monitored gotta, all, at all times. Yeah. Well, so. my dad died at 67, so you got to check up on it. Uh, my doctor, before he goes up there with his uh, digitally, he'll go, here's the fun part. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I like it. I mean, I don't like it. I mean, I like that he says that. I, like uh, the, I think you liked it. That's not bad. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Uh, does John Lennon do any reggae? Of course. They all have. They all did it. All right. Let's find out. Hello to Pat and to all the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry from Sydney, Australia, with my selection for this month's episode, the song that I have chosen is Borrowed Time by John Lennon, which was released in 1984 on the Milk and Honey album. The song was inspired by a yachting holiday that Lennon went on from uh, Newport, Rhode Island to Bermuda in, uh, during 1980. And uh, during the trip, the yacht encountered a prolonged and severe storm, which rendered a lot of the crew either suffering from fatigue, from fighting the storm, or seasickness. A result of the storm. Uh, Lennon, not feeling any of this, took the <laughs> wheel and uh, guided the ship for many hours through the storm and on its way to Bermuda. Having reached Bermuda, um, inspired by Bunny Whaler's Hallelujah Time with the line Living on Borrowed Time, and also from the, the recent trip on the yacht and being in Bermuda with the reggae feel of the place, he was inspired to write Borrowed Time. So here is John Lennon off Milk and Honey from reggae in there yeah a little bit a little bit a little bit it's on the one and the three instead of the two and the four right there we go a little bit more there All right, you got a song you want me to play? Yeah, I, I got to come in. I might, somebody's got to play that. some actual reggae and not the, uh, you know, the old white bands. Who <laughs> not not try this bullshit. I gotta, I gotta keep it real here for a little bit. Right. Well, who's the band? Tell me. Uh, let's let's pick. There's a great CD if people want like a nice starter CD. I don't even know if this is in print anymore. I got this a hundred years ago, but it's called Grooveyard off the Mango label. It's like 19 classic songs on it. So look for um, hmm, Junior Mervin. M-U-R-V-I-N. I'm looking, I'm looking. And we'll do an original song that um, The Clash covered. See, it all bring, comes back around to old white guys. How do you spell Mervin? Yeah, I just said, M-U-R. Oh. V-I-N. Okay. And the song we're looking for is? Police and Thieves. Police. All right, let's see if I can find it. Most people There know. it is, I got it. Most people know The Clash version. All right, this is uh, playing this. Uh, you started it like... Well, I'm just going to start it wherever, wherever, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. I mean, 20 seconds. <laughs> long song. I'm going to start it wherever iTunes lets oh, okay, me. Here iTunes. we go. Mm-hmm. 
That's where he did. Yeah. That's got a high-pitched voice. Yeah, that one's... I forgot how high his voice wow. was. Wow. Boy, there's a bunch of good ones on here. Junior Mervin. Oh, do... Uh, Look for the Melodians. Oh, spell this that. This is one of my favorite songs. Melodians. I-A-N-S. I-A-N-S. And what song? Rivers of Babylon. It should probably come up. It's probably the rivers. one that's... All right. Melodians and rivers. There it is. iTunes. Look at that. Coming through for us. All right. I love this song. I knew you loved reggae. Yeah, that one's on the um, Heart of They Come soundtrack, which is really was like the biggest thing to open the door around the world for because of the the movie. The movie's not great. Is it, it get, a, is it about reggae music? Uh, it stars Jimmy Cliff. Okay, and it kind of made him a star, and he does half the soundtrack. So, and the title song, The Heart of They Come, is still one of the classics. And uh, I've seen him a couple times in concert. But uh, the movie's not that great. It's really low budget, but it was just, you know, it's about growing up poor in, in Kingston, Jamaica, and, and he's a gangster. He's trying to be a recording artist. It's kind of like 8 Mile. <laughs> growing, <laughs> like in 1970, I think it was, 71. So a movie about growing up poor has a low budget. Yeah, yeah. And, but, I mean, how many people at that point had ever seen a film out of Jamaica? How many at this point do you ever see a film come out of Jamaica? Never. So it played, it was big in Midnight theaters you know and and amongst the college kids mostly because they were high watching it (laughs) it all comes back to being high but the soundtrack is amazing and the soundtrack sold huge so that was one of the first big you know millions of selling worldwide reggae albums that hit so and that kind of put him on the map but that song is on the album all right people want a good starter get that you know i think i don't know what happened to that i used to own that i used to own the greatest hits of peter tosh and it's one of those things that get lost along the way. Yeah. Well, you've moved. How many places have you lived in your life? Oh, like, how many places? Do you know? No. no three that, different wow. cities. And... That many places? No. I mean, I could, if I could sit down and count them, it was like. How many places in LA? In LA. Let's see. One, two, three, four, uh, six, seven. Wow. Yeah. I've lived five places out here. Yeah. And yeah. this is over. 27 years years, yeah Yeah, so you're gonna move a lot life changes moving every five years it's a lot let me tell you about this guy i work with oh no i thought this guy was in his 70s okay he's always complaining about i'm not gonna say his name for in case someone listens mike schmidt (laughs) i literally thought this guy was in his 70s because he's always complaining like he's telling me uh pat i had to have an mri in my neck I got, you know, I got bone on bone in my back and like, he'll come into work and he'll be like, man, brother, I'm feeling it today. And I'll be like, you've been here five minutes. You've been here five minutes. So one day he's telling me all his ailments and I go, oh, said his name. Oh, well, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to cut it out. I said, can I ask how old of a fella you are? He goes, 59. 
in my head, I'm like, what the fuck are is you he, talking about? Is he like really, is he like heavy or is he uh, feeble? I mean, I mean, just like, he's obviously feeble, but I mean, or is he just, is it like uh, just kind of, um, I don't I know. I just think he's a negative right. person. A hypochondriac, you think? So that doesn't help. Uh, he's 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 heavier. He's he's a little heavy. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's just it's just nonsense how much. So then he goes. He said fifty nine, and I because you know I'm gonna be fifty nine two months, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I tell I tell my friend there, she's thirty three. I go, I just found out how old, is. and she goes, how old is he? And I go, fifty nine. She goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Gotta edit her name out too. I'm writing this all down. And uh, she goes, I thought he was 70. I go, I know. So then here's here's what I hear the other day. He's in the back room with another guy who's my age, but I don't interact with these people at all. The people that are my age, Mike, I don't interact with them. Okay. Because I don't want to be, I, I mean, I interact with them, but I don't want to be those, I don't want to be interacting with those people. Well, I will say, do you think he, there's a chance he lied about his age? In order to like, God, I hope so. You know, like maybe he thinks it's like if if he tells his real age, it's sad that he's working there still. Or something. I don't know. I'm just maybe he's I'm, embarrassed. Or something. I'm that age. And I'm just starting there. Yeah, but you're not embarrassed about anything. I'm not. So <laughs> he's in the back with the, with another guy who's the same age, fifty nine, okay. and he says, he goes, man, a lot of my friends are dropping off. I, I gotta I gotta have an MRI in my spine, and I got he's tingling in his leg, and he's saying all this. Then the other guy says. Well, look, man, think of it this way. We we made it to see another Christmas. I'm like, made it to see another Christmas? Who are you people? Like, I'm like, get away from me. I don't know what you guys are eating and drinking and doing, but get away from me. Hey, don't, I don't take want- good health for granted. I, I learned that I this do not. year. I learned that this year. I do not, but I'm just like, they, they're too young to be this beaten down. Yeah. Right? Some people, yeah, they did not live well, you know, and some people just have bad luck handed to them Look, but other that's people that's true too you got to stay active and you got to like take care of yourself you really do yeah i'm look knock on wood i feel great and i'm staying away from all these people that are in my age bracket cut to you after working there a year i see you you're like 80 i'm all gimped i'm all yeah gimped up. maybe the job is beating the shit out of them it could it could once you lift more bananas and see how you, how your back is doing oh, and, and today here's what i had to do <laughs> unbelievable i got there at 5 a.m that's when they unload the truck. So they asked me to do uh, the beverages, any beverage that's not alcoholic. Okay. So there's two giant pallets of just cases of beverages. You know how long, a case of water and stuff. So I have to, I have to by myself. I have to unload both, and the pallets are they're probably they're probably five feet by five feet, and it's stacked above my head. Two of these. So I have to cut that down, take the inventory and whatever goes in the back, whatever we don't need out, I have to haul to the back of the store right. and whatever that does need out, I have to take out and, and display it all. And that's what I did for the first three hours. And I was sweating after 10 minutes. I'm a sweatshirt comes off. I was like, yeah, this is, but I've done this two days now and it's, um, but it feels good though. Like it's not, you know what oh, I mean? Good. Cause I lift with my legs and I'm doing all the right yeah, stuff. But my I'm back trying. is killing me. Just A from flying <laughs> across country. B from like from flying. strange mattresses. And in the last two days, I've just been moving crap around the apartment and lifting boxes. And Do you go to a, see a chiropractor? No, I've never been to one. 
you should go. I got to stretch though. I really I do a lot stretch, of yoga. But you should go to a chiropractor. I'll try it. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing what they can do. I get, I, I get like heroin. Does that help? <laughs> yeah. You ever try that? Yeah, just shoot it in your spine. Yeah, I put it right in there, like an um, epidural. I got an epidural. I'm feeling it today, Pat. Feeling it. <laughs> I think up. it's the job beating the shit out of him. You better be careful. <laughs> but you lost weight. You look not. You look I good. was. I lost eight pounds since I worked there. That's amazing. Uh, it was just uh, two nights ago. I'm uh, putting my pajamas on, so you know, half hey. half naked. Sexy. Pilar goes, "Hey, have you weighed yourself lately?" And I'm like, "No." She's like, "I think you should." I'm like, "Really?" 164. Yeah, I was when and I Christian started the Bale's job. I was 172, 173. Well, how many weeks? Like a month? Have you been there? Uh, no, I've been there like ten weeks. Okay. So, but again, the whole day is moving, moving. and yeah. lifting, nonstop. Yeah, that'll do it. I do love it though. It's really fun. You know where you know where you're not burning calories? Podcasting. <laughs> Podcasting, sitting on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. I'm not I'm not grazing and yeah. eating all the I mean, uh, oh, it's lunch. Okay, I'll eat something. I know food is too accessible when you're at home. Especially. Absolutely it is. All right, here's Who's a, next. Here's a band from your neck of the woods. My neck? Which which uh, you know where you grew Chicago? up? Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Here okay, we go. Hold on. Can I guess? Uh, Cheap trick. No. Sticks. Hey. Uh, not not sticks. Ario. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what. There's Je- gonna be four of them. It's all that was left with Chicago. Let's see what Jeff Ste- Scoble has to bring. Here we go, Jeff. Hey, Jeff Scoble from Detroit here with my selection for the reggae patron sponsored episode. Not a big reggae guy, and I consider <laughs> just passing on contributing to this episode. However, you did mention having fun with this one. And I am willing to occasionally dabble in fun within reason. So with that in mind, <laughs> mm-hmm. I present this Seagull Stinkeroo to you. Oh, from a no. Band I love, Ario Speedwagon. Keep on Loving You is certainly one of the most overplayed ballads oh, of the 80s. This and with that in mind, the band yeah. inexplicably decided the best way to freshen it up was to do a reggae version of the song and before a live audience, no less. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but this thing is atrocious. I don't think it matters where you start the track, but I recommend stopping it as soon as possible. <laughs> as always, hope everyone's staying safe out there, and here's wishing everybody has a happy and safe holiday season. Hey, you! It's a seagull stinkeroo. <laughs> One of their biggest hits. You go see them in concert in 1989, and they do oh, it like this. To, oh. I want my money back. Right now, you don't know what they're going to sing, so you're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, what are you? And then, no. Now you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Are they really doing this? Storm the stage. This is my favorite song. I got engaged to the song. This was our high school prom theme. It's because they're bored of playing it the way they... Terrible. Boo! Okay. 
I think we got it. Terrible. <laughs> well, just like you, I mean, you can regify any song. Yeah. Pr- pretty much. But it's and, not going to be good. Especially like I just came off the boat. Come going in the islands, you'll, you'll be in a restaurant or something. You'll hear us, you're in a store and then all of a sudden you'll, a version of something and anything, any, any song they can do it. So I remember when I was on VH1, so this must be, I probably got this mid nineties. Uh, they did a reggae salute to the Grateful Dead. They did two CD volumes. Two and CDs. I, I even uh, promoted it when I was at VH1 in 97. And there's a clip of me holding it up. And I said, you talk about, it was like the uh, reggae and the Grateful Dead melded. You talk about the perfect tunes for a smoky van ride. That was, so, so it's called Fire on the Mountain. And uh, it's volume one and two. And uh I liked them, actually. <laughs> I liked them, actually, a little Let's better than The Grateful up. Dead, because I'm not a Grateful Dead fan. Um, you can play... Uh, truck, it, it, uh, it's not coming up in the iTunes. It doesn't come up? Well, tell me... Give me a song and an artist. Maybe I'll find it Okay. Let's truckin'. try The Wailing Souls. And it's just trucking with an yeah. apostrophe? Like, no... no. It's not trucking. Nope. It's trucking. Truck in. And the band again? The Wailing Souls. The Wailing... It's an uh, iTunes search. All right. Maybe nope. These, maybe these are out of print nope. or something. Maybe those Off are the, the ones. the Pow Wow label. Maybe those are the ones CD Trader takes. Nope. The Wailing Soul is nothing. Mm, nothing. They don't even come up anywhere? Uh, here they come up, but not. How about the Mighty Diamonds? All right. Sounds like a Neil Diamond cover band. Yeah. Boy, I didn't bring my glasses. This is terrible. Try this. Oh, all right. I didn't bring my spectacles. I tell you, Pat. I tell you, Pat, I'm feeling I'm it today. feeling it today. Then if he, if he drinks too much coffee, he tells me, oh, I had too much coffee today, Pat. I got I to gotta scale back. And then if he's tired, he's like, huh, got to hit the coffee today, Pat. I'm <laughs> feeling kind of tired. It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, I got the Mighty Diamonds. You got a song for me? Uh, where, where did I do it? I just, I just sat. I just had it. Uh, like, touch of Grey. Let's see if, they, if, if their version of Touch of Grey is on there. Mighty Diamonds have a lot of albums. Nope, no, nope. Run. Those those He's, might be worth something. Yeah, okay. None of that's coming up. 1996 Powwow Records. Wow. Okay, because I have both. Yeah. Fire look, on the Mountain. We'll look those up. I'll burn them for you. This is the Blues Brothers. I can't, I'm not sure if this is a oh, no. reggae song or not. It's called Groove Me. Nah, this might not be reggae. No, Groove Me is the, uh, the soul hit from the... Oh, they just did it like. Yeah, this made me think was. They're reggae fine it though, aren't they? They are. Okay. Rock and peace. Yeah. Jake Blues. (laughs) Jake Blues. Yeah, he's singing like reggae. Mm -hmm. That was my introduction to blues <laughs> and reggae, obviously. How's it going, You're Pilar? F- All right. Do I get to pick a paint color? <laughs> Pilar's picking paint for the Fonzie apartment. Hey, try to go with a... I'm going off the mango label again. It's, it's the... Uh, from Toots. Uh, an album called Toots in Memphis. Speaking of uh, doing cover versions. All right, let me see. I'm, uh, maybe I have this album. Toots in Memphis. I'm sure that's in the iTunes. Is it live? Uh, no. Recorded in Memphis? 
I believe it was, and it's basically him redoing all the like the old stacks full kind of soul stuff. Oh yeah, that's here. What do you want to hear? Let's do. Uh, I've got dreams to remember. The old uh, Otis Redding song. Hard to handle. Is that the one the Black Crows do also? Yep. Otis again. Toots Hibbert. Toots Hibbert. Yep. Reggae and peace. peace. I'm going to try this hard to handle. Let me try hard to handle. I've never seen Pilar carry a, a can of paint in my life. It's physical labor. I'm a little worried. I'm a yeah. little worried. Oh, she didn't see steady it. on her feet. Hey, do you think this will come off of the couch? What? <laughs> high heels, walking through with high clogs. I know. Not ready to paint at all. All right, so let's anyway, move on. That's a fun album, Toots in Memphis. If you, that's a fun cover. He you'll know a lot of the you'll know a lot of the songs. And yeah, those uh, those Grateful Dead ones. I'll, I'll look those up after yeah. when we're you done. You can have them. <laughs> Hey Mike, remember those albums? I got four hundred dollars for them. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, who's next? Oh, uh, here's Steve O. Steve O. Dockerson, Hot the Troll. Here we go. Hi Pat. Hello, anyone else in the recording studio? And all <laughs> you listening at home? Hi. It's me, Steve O. Dockerson. Uh, you wrote in your email, quote, pick any reggae song by a country artist or rock artist trying their hand at reggae music. Unquote. So I think you're looking for Buck Owens' classic rendition of No Woman, No Cry. Uh, I was going to pull something from The Beat, but I hope somebody else played them. They're wonderful. Um, maybe folks are wandering into ska territory. I spent much of my teenage years in rural Michigan listening to the specials and the toasters. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> you know, I like punk music and I was in marching band. Anyway, uh, I found instead a cut from this album by the Shiptones, which I think is a the studio band from uh, Philophobia Music, which is a UK label. Uh, this song is a Stephen Malkmus doing a reggae version of his song, uh, The Senator, which in this one is called The Senator. Uh, come see me at Pensacon. Uh, Hob the Troll <laughs> will be there. And... I, I don't know when this drops. Anyway, listen to the song. I love you. Goodbye. Squeezed in a plug. Yeah, he did. Baby steps up Everest. There's so much trash to burn. We'll stick it where the sun don't shine as the world turns. You start Sounded good. I don't know. It wasn't super reggae. No, nah, not really. But 
you know, he mentioned the specials, and we yes, should play did. something. We will reggae in peace. He Harry also Hall. mentioned he also mentioned Pensacon, so I'll let everyone know you're going to be there. Rock Solid will be at Pensacon. Pensacon is February 24th through the 26th in Pensacola, Florida. I'll be doing two live Rock Solid records there. One with Lorraine Newman, original, not ready for primetime player, and the other with Marky Ramone. Uh, he's actually my favorite Ramones drummer. I, you know, Tommy did the first three albums, but Marky's albums, that's my sweet spot for the Ramones. Sure. So and you talked to Richie, right? I talked to Richie and Richie told me that he was the hardest hitting drummer of the Ramones. <laughs> All right, Richie, that's cool. How many did he do? One or two albums? Three. Three. Okay. Three albums. Animal Boy and uh, uh, um, uh, what's it? Too Tough to Die and... Oh, what's the other one called? Something about sanity, halfway to sanity. Marky's That's the only cool. one out there really yeah. kind of keeping it alive, really. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's still visible. Yeah. He's, so, so probably because he is alive. That's probably why he's, because he's, he's still, still alive, rocking yeah. the hair. Still rocking the hair. Rocking the hair and uh, the T-shirts and all mm-hmm. the stuff. So uh, come say hello. I know when people come to these shows, they don't come to see me. They come to see who the guest oh, is. Wow. But, yeah, you know, say hi afterwards. Say hello. Lorraine Newman, that'll be cool. I know, I've been trying to get her for so long because I want to talk about, you know, all the artists that performed Yeah. On, when, you know, during her tenure. And I, I gave her homework. I told her she had to give me her five, her five favorites. And, and, then, and then she canceled? <laughs> I think she's given me three so okay. far. So two more. Um, okay, so the specials. Let me look them up. I gotta, I gotta have You that. gotta have that. This is, uh, you know, this their debut album is one of the ones that come up on all the... Yeah, yeah, I had, this. I had this. So any song off that, you oh, tell Well, me. let's do Nightclub. I don't got that one. No, no I, come I, on. I do. K, K-L-U-B. K-L-U-B. Produced by Elvis Costello. Not playing. Hold on. 1980. Now it's playing. You got to go up a little farther. How far up? Uh, go by Just the horns. Great bass. What am I doing here? Watching the girls go by spending money. There's Terry Hall. I don't have to work. Sky and Peace. There you go. Sky and Peace. You were an English beat fan? Oh, I like a handful of their songs. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great. You can get their compilation. That's a good one. I had it somewhere. <laughs> you can, now you don't know anything. You can burn it all. It's all in the car. I'll give it to you. What are you keeping? You're not keeping any. You're keeping clothes. Clothes, yeah, I clothes, clothes, and uh, uh, you got some things on the wall. You got some things hanging on the yeah, wall. Yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Because you're not. Why get rid of those? Those are decorating the wall. <laughs> you have furniture <laughs> until I don't have a wall. You have furniture. I have some furniture. Yeah, but you don't have. Uh, you don't collect books. You read books and then you give them, pass them yeah, along. Yeah, I've, I've, I have a shelf with some books on it. Yeah, but I've makes thinned you look it smart. out. I've thinned it out. Makes you look intelligent. But some I go back to. You know, does that make you look intelligent when you have a Cindy Lauper uh, Funko Pop? Do you see it? It's right next <laughs> yeah, to you. Do you see it right there? Yeah, that came in the mail yesterday, and I open it up and I go. And Pilar hates Funko Pops. She hates them. 
She goes, it's the same head with a different body. She hates him. It really is. So uh, she's not wrong. No. But the, the hate is uh, over the top. And it's uh, got the album cover in the back. Got the album cover in the back. So I show that to her and she goes, oh, who got you this? I go, because <laughs> uh, rock solid people have sent me some, some gifts and stuff. I'm very appreciative. But she goes, who got you this? And I said, uh, oh, I bought this one for myself. And she goes, don't, don't show me this. <laughs> don't, don't show me something. Don't show me this if you bought it for yourself. I go, yeah, I pre-ordered it like six weeks ago. She's like, yeah, don't, don't want to see it. Yeah, says the lady who loses gin. I know, and then and then buys this this. Uh, I'm telling you, this this uh, whiskey. This whiskey's expensive. Okay, I'll look at it. I'll take your word. It's pricey. It's d- a double barrel. Problem is, I'm not a whiskey like connoisseur. I, it's all lost on me. I mean, some yeah. you, it's like oh, this is definitely smoother. I There's mix, some bourbons I like. I so. mix all the alcohol, so I know you're a mess. <laughs> all right. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, here's another guy. Here's another guy. Any women on this one? No ladies. No, yeah. Ladies right. don't like reggae. Uh, I guess. Here we go. They love it. How G'day, about Ted C? Good... This is Darren Hyde from Adelaide in South Australia. And a rather warm 32 degrees outside. Christmas, I see, just around the corner. Perfect weather That's for Celsius, some reggae music. And a track I picked is a song called Last Train by Christina New and Paul Kelly. This was a collaboration they did in 1993. It's a reworking of one of Paul Kelly's old songs called Last Train, funny enough. Now, Christian New is an indigenous artist who specializes in mostly pop, R&B, and some indigenous music as well. And Paul Kelly is one of Australia's greatest singer-songwriters, if not the best. But he doesn't really indulge in reggae much. Well, he does, actually, under the guise of Professor Ratbaggy, but that was only a one-off project in 1999. <laughs> Ratbaggy. This is his first attempt at reggae, as far as I know, anyway. wasn't a big hit in its day. Kind of bubbled under the top 50 for memory, but it still sounds good as it did some 30 years ago. Oh, God. Anyway, folks, <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Check out more Christina New and Paul Kelly's songs that are not reggae. And uh, rock on. Happy Christmas, everyone. Merry New Year. And we'll catch you later. Thank you, Darren. Take it from the top. Next up, we're going to hear some Stones again. More Mick Jagger on this episode. More Mick than anyone. How's it going in there, honey? 
You're having trouble, trouble with, with the, the yellows. yellows. Trouble with the yellows. Oh. Uh, Fucking yellow. <laughs> it's always yellow, isn't it? It's always, always yellow. Always give you the hassle. Yep. You know what they call you if you're a coward? Yellow. Yellow. You're yellow. You're yellow. All right. I love this song. I love this Rolling Stones album. It's from It's Only Rock and Roll. I don't think that album gets enough love. Let's hear what Mike Markle has to say about it. Hello, Pat and all the rock solid listeners. This is Mike Markle from Philadelphia. And my song is Luxury by the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. yeah good it one. features Keith Richards' killer guitar along with some pretty interesting vocals from Mick Jagger. You know, for being an Englishman, Jagger does a really good reggae-style vocal in this song. Enjoy the holidays, everyone, and thank you, Pat, for another great year of rock solid. deep cut it is luxury living in the luxury yeah i got it i remember i bailed on it i can't sing <laughs> can't sing at all nah, i wish i could not a lick no karaoke for you now i usually pick something like it's you know johnny cash or something mm-hmm. because it's really low and you don't have to go yeah. really high and ring of fire <laughs> it's like two minutes long you're out a friend of Pilar's, maybe I told you this before, when he does karaoke, he does Blinded Me with Science. Yeah, he just says science. He says uh, science. Science! It's really funny. That's the greatest. It's really good. I wish I would have come up with that. <laughs> I'll just tell people I did. All right. Here's a guy who always brings the rock. His name's Jerry Riggs. Let's see what he's got. We only got three songs. No, we got uh, three songs. All right. Maybe I'll play another one. All Hello, right. Rock Solid Nation. This is Jerry Riggs coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. For this reggae music episode, I chose a song covered by the band Government Mule. Back in 2007, they released an album called Mighty High, featuring reggae versions of some of their songs along with some cover songs. The opening track on the album is called I'm a Ram, originally done by Al Green. On this album, there are special guest appearances by reggae legends Michael Fronte, Two Tibbert, and Willie Williams. As a side note, Chris Stapleton covers this song and does a killer version of it. Check it out on YouTube when you get a chance. Thanks, Pat, for these episodes, and I hope you have a rockin' 2023. Unless you choose to follow Bob Marley's advice and ask that we please don't rock your boat because you don't want your boat to be rockin'. That guy seemed to know reggae music, the first yeah, guy. you know. An actual fan? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Keep on loving you. Yeah. Boo!
Government Mule will try and some reggae mule. Right. 2007. All right. What do you got for us, Mike? You got a song? Yeah, well, since, you know, I went through a big college uh, UB40 phase and I saw them a couple times. So um, I should get one from my favorite album of theirs, uh, Rat in the Kitchen. All right. I do have this uh, in my iTunes. You do have that one? UB4T <laughs> Rat. Which song is it? Uh, let's try to play Watch Dogs. How about that one? I like that one. Watch Dogs. All right. Take from the top. Well, you go like 10 seconds in or something. 15 <laughs> okay. seconds in. Don't start anything from the top. Get right to it. All right. Here we go. I'm editing your podcast. You try to close your ears. Try to close your eyes But the blasphemies keep coming Tempting you with lies Give thanks for your protection Your watchdogs of the Now, in the States, they were primarily known just for their cover songs. Well, yeah, they did Red Red Wine, which was their biggest one. And but they did I Got You, Babe. Yeah, that's a shame. Because they had a lot, of, a lot of stuff, a lot of deeper stuff. But There's another cover that they did, too, that I'd drawn a blank on. Uh, did the one the duet with Chrissy Hine? That was I Got You, Babe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there was, yeah. I gotta look it up. And they had good originals, too, which was a shame, yeah. but... Yeah, like Watch Dogs. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounded real good. Yeah, I like that. If you like white reggae. Yeah. There was African Americans in the band though too. Well, they weren't American, so there were uh, black. They were black. <laughs> that's, uh, it's that's okay to say it in the UK, I think. Yeah, uh, that's what you say. I'm not well, saying you, you can. I'm not gonna. Okay. Uh oh, here's the singles. Okay. I just want to look up their singles to see what Red Red Wine. Do, 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 do. What was the other one? You, babe. No, no. I thought there was another, another uh, cover, but no, just those two. All right, I'm wrong. Not, <laughs> not ashamed to admit when I'm wrong. All right, this guy is going with Jimmy Cliff. Hey, so there's some real reggae for yeah, this one. Yeah, my man Jimmy. All right, seen him a couple times live. Is he still with us? I believe he is, and I believe he's he's got to be in his seventies. Mid seventies, probably. Oh, he must be feeling it. Oh, yes, he's doing better than your coworker. I hope so. Guy's hurting. Hey, Pat, and all you rock solid listeners out there, this is Thomas Wallace in Florence, Alabama, with my submission for the reggae Patreon episode. The song I've chosen is "Sitting in Limbo" by Jimmy Cliff mm-hmm. from his nineteen seventy one album "Another Cycle." That album was not released in the U.S., but this song is available on several compilations. And the reason I've chosen this song is because it was recorded at Muscle Shoals Sound Studio. What? With the Swampers backing him up. Roger Hawkins, David Hood, Jimmy Johnson, and Barry Beckett. I did read one reference that said this album was the first reggae album recorded in the U.S., can't really confirm that but it's on the internet so it's got to be true right (laughs) anyway pat just kick it off right from the beginning and i hope everyone out there has a blessed 2023 
Thanks for letting us contribute to these episodes. Sitting here in limbo But I know it won't be long Sitting here in limbo Like a bird without a song That's a good one. Yeah, that's also on the uh, Harder They Come soundtrack. Oh, nice. That's where I heard it first. We haven't played any Bob Marley at all. I know. We'll have to, I figured you were saving it for something. or We'll, we'll use it for the close out, the play okay, out. You, you must can, have some. Yeah, you can pick one off the, right. the best of. But before okay. that, we have one more intro and song. So let's play Let's it. do that. We're bopping right along here. Yeah. Who is this? Do I know this person? Um, if it plays. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. Hey. This is Ian Beresford in Berwick-upon-Tweed, Northumberland, England. Berwick-upon-Tweed. The latest Patreon-curated episode for reggae. Um, I was thinking about some of the great songs done by the likes of the punk bands, the Clash, the Stiff Little Fingers, the Members and the Ruts. But instead, I've decided to take you to that hotbed of reggae, which is Denmark. <laughs> and the song by Shuby Dua, which is called There is a Dog Shit in My Garden. <laughs> this song came to prominence in the UK when it was featured on a TV programme presented by Clive James, the Australian g- journalist, who basically used to find all these weird and wonderful clips from around the world. So obviously you don't get something much weirder than Danish reggae, Um it might not be the best song on the latest episode, but I'm sure it's probably one of the most unusual. I hope everybody enjoys it. I wish everybody well for 2023. And thanks as always, Pat, for the great content and speak to you soon. Bye. There is a dog shit in my garden <laughs> And when I cut my grass The dog shit is no <laughs> it is a sitting on my foot so and smell like a doggy's ass and that is not the smell of Elizabeth Arden I like it. Good one, Ian. That was funny. That's Give us fun. a laugh. Uh, I got a so, couple more uh, Christmas cards. They came in today, ooh. December 28th. Late. Yeah, late. Way to go. Rock solid. Trash. Fans, shredder. Listeners. Uh, Happy New Year from the Hardbarger family. 
Oh, um, that's Kevin and his daughter and his son and his first wife. So, uh, mine's in the mail. All right. Yeah, Kevin, you look kind of photoshopped into the photo. Doesn't he look photoshopped into the photo? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like they took a family photo and Kevin, they all look good, but Kevin didn't like how he looked. So he photoshopped himself in from another photo. <laughs> I don't know that that's what happened, but that's what it looks like to me. Uh, and then we got one from, uh, Hector Contreras, his family. His wife and uh, his son and daughter. And look, the son does not want to be in the photo at all. No, they're cho- he's, he's getting choked out. The, the, the wife is choking him out. <laughs> and he's, But I'm glad you used this one because it's fun. The daughter's very serious, except for the hat. Yeah, Santa hat. And, uh, but the son, look at him. He doesn't want to be in it That's a at fun all. family. Look at that. Look at them having fun. The wife looks fun. They're all fun. Hector likes the booze. Yeah. We- <laughs> yeah then, you, you remember Jeff Lucas, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. Look at him. Look at her gray hair. Full wow. full on white. Look at that. Look at that. It's old kids. Not old. I mean grown kids. <laughs> old kids. His kids are fifty. Kids taller than him. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> We're old, All, man. Oh like uh, they're this gonna guy start showing with. their grandparents. This fucking guy I work with is gonna I kill heard me. he's he looks eighty. How old is he? He's gonna kill me. He's fifty he's a year older than me. <laughs> Then, then after he told me he was 59, he goes, how old are you? I go, I'm right there with 58. Mm, I said his name again. <laughs> Can't stop saying his name. Got to take that out at one minute, 20, uh, one hour, 25 minutes. Oh, so he this goes, is the how, first edit I've ever seen you do. Uh, so he goes, how old are you, Pat? And I said, I'm right there with you, 58 years old. And he goes, yep. And, I was, and in my head, I was like, what the fuck do you mean, Yep. <laughs> Lard, <laughs> Lard. <laughs> Bob Marley. Now, he's the guy that visited Scrooge, right? Yep. He was the first ghost. Yeah, sure. Bob Marley, the dreadlocked ghost. Yeah, Bob those weren't Marley. chains. Those, those, those were dreads. Yeah, clanging around. Uh, I have an album called "At His Best." Well, I mean, I'm sure we all have the same ones. What song are you looking for? for I'm a trying to think. Song? I'm a what's one something upbeat you want let's do something upbeat soul shakedown party mm, oh that's that's old school that's uh earlier whalers i believe yeah we can do uh hello keep, keep on moving melanie, no melanie, hello hi melanie hi. how's it looking how's the yellow how's it looking did you did you work out the yellows we worked it all out oh thank all right. god we, we were worried when she says she worked it all out she's like we have a project for you to do pat yeah yeah, that's Aww. true. All right. Well, love you. <laughs> Sarcastic. Love you back. Love you. Your honey do list I know. just got longer. Ugh. When don't you work? Because I'm, you're going to be working here <laughs> at the house. Uh, okay, so give me a playout song. Could you be loved? How about that? Oh, let me see if I have that. Fun dance one. I don't have it. Oh, come How on. Why do I not have that? Everybody has that one. Okay, I'll go to iTunes for that. Oh, please. What do you mean, please? What do you have? Let me see. Let me see what you do have. I I'll can't. I can't flip it around. Okay. Could you be loved? Yeah. I'll just purchase it and then I'll have it. Oh, there it is. I'll, I'll give it to you here. <laughs> I'm buying it right now. Why? I've given. Well, because I get I all the ones you need. I don't have a disc drive in this. You don't burn them anymore. I do, but I have to put an external. Oh, I can't okay. just do it on the spot. Now I have it. It's right here. Okay. Could you be loved? That'll be our play out. Okay, Mike. Tell us where you'll be. What you're up to. I'm gonna be here for three weeks. And then well, that's I'm, what you said uh, last then time. I'm leaving again. And uh, where do these boats go? Where are you going? Well, to it's any winter places? time, so this is the Caribbean. So 
Caribbean. I'd like to I say go, Caribbean. Okay. Both are correct, I hear. Really? Well, yeah. Is it Pirates of the Caribbean or Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, whatever you want. Caribbean. Whatever it's Keith Richards. Hey, Johnny Depp doing Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'll be back in early February, and then, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of playing it by year. All right. You still got the uh, Travel Tales podcast? Yes. Still doing that. Uh, our friend Chip Chittery was just on it. Yeah, he was on he my He was making his rounds yeah, to everyone. To everyone. And now, now we never have to have him on again. Never. He's, He's got to write another book. He's finished. Did you buy his book? <laughs> I haven't bought it yet. I got I, I to gotta buy it. Yeah, our friend Bill Dwyer thinks we should get free books. Just fucking buy a book, Bill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, with all the money he's won off us all year long. Well, that's true. Chip has won a ton of money off and us. And Bill. And yeah, and Bill. We gave a book away. Chip gave one book away. And then after he agreed to, he texted me and he said, giving a book away, does that diminish sales? Will that He was serious. And I go, no. <laughs> One guy who didn't win texted me and said, oh, I didn't win it, but I, I, bought, I bought it anyway. So wow. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. You're promoting your book so that people know that it exists. So you give one away. Look at, what do I have over there? Three Bono books. He doesn't give a shit if I give, <laughs> those came from, I was sent down. I got two uh, Brian Johnson of ACTC books. These people want to sell their books. They don't mind giving them away. I know. Which one should I read next? What do you, I don't know. What do you want? I got a ton. You got so many. If I pull back the curtain here, you're going to oh, no. have a field day. I know. So I, many back there. I don't have time. I do have time, but I don't. You know what I mean? They right. just pile up after a while. Do you have a book you're into, you're reading currently? There's a novel. I'm, I'm trying to... I'm I cannot trying. read fiction. Yeah, I'm trying to do fiction because oh, it was so it. much nonfiction and... Um, How's that going for you? Slowly. Yeah, I can't Slowly, get into I just it. Fade it out, and then it puts me to sleep immediately. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I have it on the nightstand. Just like if I'm having trouble, but I don't know. I'm just like I was. I read so many rock biographies, and yeah. I'm just trying to turn a new leaf. And then I guess I would read them because I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, because you're interested in it, and it keeps me reading. Yeah, yeah, it keeps you going. And then audiobooks too. I like hearing biographies read by the actual person. That's pretty cool. I've heard a lot of good ones. Chip reads his book. You could get that, but you got to look it's at all, all those photos. pictures. It's half photos. What if he just, photo number one, uh, left to right. <laughs> if you could see this, uh, I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm smiling. Bill Hicks is not. D Dave Chappelle is giving the finger. <laughs> uh -huh. Where can we find you on socials? Um, at Funny Mike? Yeah, Funny Mike is, uh, funnymike.com is my uh, website. You could get uh, any kind of information there off me. You could see clips. Uh, my dry bar comedy mm -hmm. special is still out there. All right. Can you, be watched. Are you leaving Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. I wasn't you're on it that much you're anyway. You're still on it. You haven't left. The, I haven't, you I haven't, haven't deleted this, your account. I haven't deleted the account, but I haven't yeah, you updated needed to it. Promote the, yeah, but you needed to promote your podcast yeah. and stuff. I don't miss it at all. No, I don't need to be on Twitter. I only, I'm only on Twitter for rocks, for, for music stuff, really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know how else to you know get the word out there. Instagram, I'm at Travel Tales Podcast. You can there you find go. me there. Yeah, you always and, post the pictures of the guests and all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, and people can find me if they yeah. need me. Pilar, you never have to apologize. You know this is nonsense. <laughs> Quiet. Why don't you say Happy New Year to the folks? Happy New Year. Oh, isn't that nice? Adorable. I wish you would have done that voice again. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarcasm. Kiss my neck. What? <laughs> what? Um, we're at Rock Solid Show, rocksolidpodcast.com. You can follow Kyle at Kyle.somefunny if you want. And uh, got a lot of shows coming up in January. So lots of- You do? Well, we got a lot of- Guests? Podcasts. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, bonus episodes and whatnot. You're busy. Lots of fun. And you're working full time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you got a painting to do. You got a lot of painting to do. You got painting to do now. I'm going to get into this alcohol as soon as the mics are <laughs> off tonight. I don't know if I'm going to do gin tonic or if I'm going to do double barrel whiskey. I think I'm going to do whiskey. Yeah, give it a shot. I'm going to. You want me to open that while you're here? No. I got I to gotta drive. All right. Well, you got your, you got your beers with you. Yeah. And, you, and your nuts. I'll pop those on the way home. All right. My beer well, and my nuts. That's the show, Patreon people. If you want to be involved in these episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. And for as little as $2, not for as little, it's $2 a month. And you can be involved in this and you can win a fucking Bono book. $2. You can win prizes and participate in these episodes. It's not brain surgery, folks. Do it. I would appreciate it. The Bono book. The Bono book. It's called Surrender. That's a U2 song. He's got to have good stories, huh? It's got to be good. I You can take a copy of that with you if you want it. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I'll give you my copy off the, because they sent me four, but I always keep one. Maybe I will. All right. I can see what's behind the curtain. You're too. really thinking about it. I am. I'm thinking about it. Uh, I don't need any more books, though. Thank you for driving up for your, from La, Laguna. Uh, Laguna? Uh, no. Redondo? <laughs> yeah. Where's your lady live? Uh, Redondo. You drove up here Redondo from Redondo. Redondo? Yeah, but right. I stopped at my place, too. All right. Well, I hope it's 4 o'clock now on a Wednesday. I hope there's not much traffic well, going Well, yeah, it's between Christmas and New Year's. There shouldn't, if, it should be fine. There was some, but, I mean, nothing like a normal week. Yeah, well, hopefully... Going home, it's let's, good. Yeah, let's hope the gods are smiling. All right. With that, traffic talk, please, LA traffic talk. Please know in. the next Patreon episode will be just simply called The 50s. Throw down your classic rock and roll. You know, when rock and roll began, give me some songs. Gene Vincent coming dig, at you. Yeah, dig deep. <laughs> and with that, our playout song is chosen by Mike Siegel is Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley and the Whalers. Here you go. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.
<clears throat> All right. I'm just oh, gonna I start. got a book in the car for you. What book is it? The Tom Petty book. Which one? Conversations with Tom Petty. That's not the Warren Zanes one, is it? Mm, I don't know. No. I, never well, read I, it. Well, I never read it. I just like, I'm backed up. All right, I'll take it. Shit, I'll so. put it on my shelf with all my other books I haven't read, but I'll, put, I'll take it. In the it. clean out, I was like, oh yeah, I got to give this back to Pat. How could you clean out anymore? You don't have anything. I know, and now I got less. All right. Here we go. You ready? <laughs>